That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Consequence Podcast Network. So I've been talking to a new iconic friend uh, who has been reaching out to us on DM and Twitter. And their name is Ruby, and she is a Canadian Army who used to be a French teacher, uh, which is really cool, immediate connection there. I'm mm-hmm. a Spanish teacher. I have French teacher friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and But she has been living in China and now Dubai for the last eight years teaching at international schools. So she and I have been talking back and forth a lot, especially about our experience as an army. And she told me that she was a little disappointed when she went to get the BTS meal that she didn't really have somebody to go with that appreciated the experience as much as she did. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to put a call out to uh, Dubai armies, any uh, iconic army who happened to live in or near Dubai. Um, Ruby is a wonderful person in the 35 and up age range and she's really looking to connect with army in Dubai and get some real life army friends. Wow, that's so wonderful that you're shouting her out. Yeah. Totally have been there though. Yeah, it sucks to not have army friends. Yeah. 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 We're super fortunate that we both enjoy BTS and have each other and we're so close. But it is really hard to find armies, even though there's tons of us. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely hit up Ruby. Yeah. You can find Ruby on Twitter. Um, her handle is RubyRose7, and the O in Rose is a zero. So look her up, RubyRose7, the O is a zero. Okay. So on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, thank goodness for Festa and it giving Namjoon an excuse to finally write a song about a bicycle. Yes, it's so special. I'm Mm. glad he did it. 
or I love getting to celebrate BTS's anniversary for the entire month of yes. June. Oh, they deserve it so much. Mm-hmm. So, eight years. Eight years. I can't believe. Wow. Yeah. So if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the 2021 Festa so far as of recording. Uh, the songs specially made and released by BTS for Festa, both past and present. So we talked about in our episode, our SoundCloud singles episode, we talked a lot about those singles, but we mm-hmm. saved the Festa songs for this episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about like, dang, yep. and a lot of those songs. So this is going to be a really great episode, but we are going to talk a lot about what's been going on with Festa too. Yeah. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much. By the way, uh, this month of June, the charity that we are supporting and asking Iconics to support along with us is the NAACP, which is at the forefront of the movement to build political power and ensure the well-being of communities of color. Donations to the NAACP help further their mission to ensure the political, educational, social, and economic equality of rights of all persons and to eliminate racial hatred and racial discrimination. So please go to NAACP.org slash donate to donate along with us. Yes, thanks, guys. Okay, so let's talk about what's been going on with Festa so far this year in 2021. The first thing that we got was on the 2nd of June, and that was the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony was their family portraits. And so every year, BTS sends out a new set of family portraits for Festa. And every year, they're amazing. These ones are It's all seven of them together. Mm -hmm. And it's just like them as a family together doing different poses and different outfits And so for this year, we got them all in these brown, like, I don't want to say tweed, but it almost looks like tweed, like these brownish. They have some like, like plaid patches and Mm -hmm. a lot of, yeah, warm brown tones, maybe some suede. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they all look so handsome. Mm -hmm. They really do. Um, And and just cute. I love seeing all of them together like this. It just really screams Bonton family. Yeah. Like they really are a family. It's so cute to see these together, like all these pictures of them together. But not only did they have these outfits, they also ended up doing outfits with these more uh like black swan like yeah. colors. Yeah. They were all in white, but Jimin had this black boa like mm-hmm. uh detail on his jacket it yeah like quite feather a plumes like yeah. yeah off the collar of his jacket very black swan with those outfits mm-hmm. it made me think that they took these pictures like throughout the year mm-hmm. or at different times in the year and not necessarily like super recently mm-hmm. yeah yeah I love these photos though of all of them because they're super goofy they're more goofy in these ones you were talking about BTS grind line yeah. in last episode <laughs> and they're all just like right up on each other like one right after another so it's just cute to cute. see them all 
cozy mm-hmm. right next to each other. I really like the colorful family photos also. They're kind of on a little, what's that, like a merry-go-round, like a playground merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing pastels. It really reminds me of like Dynamite, like at the beginning and the end of the Dynamite video in those pastel outfits. Mm-hmm. They look super handsome and cute and playful. Yeah, some of them have bubbles in it too. So mm-hmm. it's more of a softer, softer look, but I love those pastel colors. It's yeah. so colorful. They match. It just aesthetically looks really great. Um, But all of them, they they just look cute and dorky and fun. And I think they recreated a lot of their older Festa photos. Like in the the stylization and how they're like organized? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they like tried really, I think some of them, they specifically reenacted some of their photos. Yeah, some of the poses. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think so too. Yeah. 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 I really love fun. these. Yeah. yeah. The family photos every year are really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. So on June 3rd, they released this BTS profile and it was this cute Q&A. And what they did, they did things such as self-assessments. They talked about their goals for 2021, their charms as a group, and then awards that they would give each other. So we end up having a full translation of their profiles in our document. If you want to check it out as a $1 patron, Mm -hmm. go check out our Patreon. And you can see all of the translations there. So you can see what they said about each other and what their goals are specifically. But we just won't get to it in this episode. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about with Festa and with the Festa songs. All the songs, yes. So on the 4th, we got three different choreography videos that they released. So the first one that they released was their No Dance Practice. And that was for the Map of the Soul 1 concert that they ended up doing. Mm-hmm. For this, I really just noticed that this dance break is super intense. They're going really hard. Lots of choreography, footwork, movement, all like using the whole stage. And Jimin's shoe choice <laughs> was these slides, like flip-flop slides. Yeah, not athletic slides. Athletic slides. Yeah. And I have no idea how he performed in these shoes. Someone on Twitter said like he has toes of steel, like just gripping onto those slides with his toes. I don't know how he did it, but he really pulled it off. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was drawing my attention this entire dance practice. And he was also like wearing all white, like the, Mm -hmm. the white shirt, the white sweatpants was really affecting me as well. But his dancing was so crisp and like this is a really aggressive like dance break. So the fact that he pulled that off in those slides, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, Young's part where he's in the front of the triangle formation and he's kind of flanked by other members of BTS and they're coming forward. Their fists are kind of like pumping towards the ground. Mm-hmm. Powerful as fuck. Like, yeah. really. They're really working hard, but that is such a powerful movement forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the second choreo video that we got was from the 2020 um, Melon Music Awards Black Swan intro performance. And this is them practicing this performance. And right when I clicked on this video to watch it, just because we had just talked about this Butter um, music video last week, this gymnasium that they are doing this dance practice in reminds me of the gymnasium in the butter music video it's very similar it's like green floor white Mm -hmm. trim so i just wonder if they like really wanted that visual in the video because they have recently practiced somewhere just like that and we talked about Mm -hmm. that part in the video being like the correlation and the representation of all the hard work behind the scenes and here we literally see them putting in the hard work behind the scenes 
in a similar setting. Yeah, yeah. So in this, you see like BTS with all of these backup dancers. I mean, mm-hmm. there was tons of backup dancers. I didn't realize how many there were until we got this practice video. But when you see BTS, when they're not actually performing, whenever they're they're off to the side, they're sitting down in the bleachers or like you see J-Hope just straight up walk off. Like he's yeah. like, all right, I'm done. And it really shows how hard they're working. Like they're saving any ounce of energy that they can so that they can use that for their rehearsal. Like they are taking any time they can to rest and relax because they're just working so hard. Yeah. And that, I mean, the dance practice really showed that hard work for sure. Mm -hmm. The last video that we got was the dynamite dance practice, a cute version of it. Oh my gosh. And cute it was. It totally lives up to its name. It was absolutely adorable. Each member was adorable. Young. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's he a little was, more. He was seriously misbehaving in this. Oh my <laughs> gosh. He had like a sucker in his mouth for the whole performance because his glasses and fit wasn't enough to distract us and all his facial expressions. And right. he was just flirting hardcore with Jimin and Namjoon and any member. Who Everybody got and the camera. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was going on with him that day. They were like, oh yeah, let's make a cute version. And he just took it to a whole different level. It was not cute. It was was overwhelming. But (laughs) I was wrecked by all of them in their jeans. They were all wearing jeans with these white t-shirts. They all looked phenomenal. But what was great is just, it was one of those goofier, more fun, relaxed performances of them during Dynamite. You could tell that they really had fun with it. And where their personality really gets to shine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really enjoyed those. So on June 5th, they ended up releasing... These Bon Rims photo studio, you know, this Bon Rim photo studio. And it was called Mission BTS Four Cuts. Mm-hmm. So this really had BTS doing four different missions and like tasks that they had to complete, really similar to Run BTS or even like a Bon Tom Bomb. Mm-hmm. But it's just Anytime we get to see BTS doing these kinds of challenges, it's it's really fun to see them interact. Yeah, it's it's nice to see them doing these types of activities, interacting, just having fun together, doing something lighthearted that's not like high stakes. Yeah, um, not scripted. It's mm-hmm. not choreo. It's not performing. Yeah. Yeah. Just them hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the 8th of June, they released the photo collection for 2020 slash 2021 so far. And this was really just like a lookbook from the year, group photos from all of their various performances throughout the year. Um, so it's really, really fun to scroll through from start to finish and just reminisce on not only all of the incredible performances they put on, but their amazing outfits that they had at every single performance. Mm-hmm. And they just look incredible in these they pictures, do. obviously. It's fun to look back. Back to it, everything that they did within the last like year or so. Yeah, obviously on the seventh we also got bicycle, which we will be talking about at the end of this episode. Yeah, the very end. So stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. So for June tenth, they're going to be releasing the school year FESTA exam. So on June 9th, they're going to put out the twenty twenty one Army profile. On the 10th, they're going to be putting out the school year FESTA exam. Then on the 11th, they're doing the BTS Room Live. And on the 12th, they're doing BTS stage clip, Let Us Shine Once Again. Let Us Shine Once Again. I'm hoping tour announcement, tour date announcement Mm -hmm. sometime. Is it here? Is it going to be after FESTA? 
Where is it? I really hope that we get a concert announcement. I really do. That kind of seems like it might be that. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So depending on how all of these go, we're going to potentially cover them in our next episode next week. But also this coming weekend is Muster. Yes. Yes. These concerts, (laughs) the Muster concerts are just great because they end up performing songs that rarely or never get performed. Uh Yeah, so we have our tickets. The two-day pass. Two-day pass. We'll be attending both concerts online. Yes, so we're going to be talking about that next week. And if we have time or if we feel it's needed, we'll talk about some of these other releases for Festa. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So excited to talk about Muster next week. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're going to get into the Festa songs, past and present. Mm -hmm. So we do want to give an honorable mention to Born Singer and Still With You. These are both Festa songs that we accidentally covered in our 152nd episode, which was our SoundCloud singles. Mm -hmm. We tried to filter out like all the SoundCloud releases from the Festa releases because they're all released on SoundCloud. But those two... Snuck through. Snuck in somehow. (laughs) So if you're interested in knowing more about the production and lyrics of Born Singer and Still With You, go check out episode 152, SoundCloud Singles. Yeah, definitely. So that means that the first one that we have to talk about today is called So For More. And this was released on June 14th, 2014 on their first anniversary. This song, um, the original track was actually produced by a group called Pro Era. And the song was called Like Water. Pro Era is an American hip hop collective group from Brooklyn, New York. Um, And so it's a type of group where not each member, not every member is on every track, but they kind of, you know, will all work on songs together, produce and write together. Um, They definitely have East Coast style rapping and their music is example of revolutionary hip-hop music lyrics and production that's their own description um and their song like water was dedicated to their co-founder capital steez who passed away so they had wrote this song after his passing so this song innately has a kind of somber feeling from its original production. Um, So BTS sampled this song for their song, So For More. Mm -hmm. And this is 2014, so it makes sense that they're pulling from American hip-hop. Yeah, even, you know, back then, their roots are in admiration of American Mm hip-hop. So the lyrics for So For More were written by... Rap monster at the time, RM, yeah, Suga and J Hope. The beat remake was by Slow Rabbit, which makes sense since it's a slower, more melancholy song. The melody is done by Slow Rabbit and Supreme Boy. It was mixed and mastered by Yanga at Big Hit Studio. Mm-hmm. So for the production and vibe of this song, there's this strong keyboard that's present and you really hear those chords and you hear minor notes put into Mm -hmm. with the keyboard yeah the minor notes are really important because those really maintain that original somber feeling of the song but bts's lyrics and vocals during the chorus actually brings us into a little bit of a celebration of you know their anniversary Mm -hmm. so let's just get into the chorus a little bit so the chorus says Even when a year passes and even when another year comes, you and I will be walking on the same melody again. Even when the night comes and even when it passes, our performance for a better life will continue. So, 
you know, we'll get into the verses a little bit, but the chorus is really hopeful, especially when the vocalists are singing it. It sounds happy. It really sounds like we're looking towards the future as, um, you know, what's to come and excited for what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. Our performance for a better life will continue. Mm -hmm. I love that sentiment. Namjoon's verse, he says, having become a hostage to life, I chose to be ambitious. There are many places where I belong, but why is it that I can't find the real me anywhere? Hmm. This is back in 2014, and now we have Persona, Mm -hmm. and we've gotten some more insight on what he means by real me. But he has been talking about real me since 2014, Mm -hmm. and now he's even said that when he changed his name to RM— it's not so much for Rap Monster, but for real, real me. me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really just him here talking about how he plays all these different roles. He fulfills all these different roles. But within it, he still struggles to find who he truly is. Yeah. Yeah. That sense of imposter syndrome or, you know, wondering if you can fulfill all those different yeah, roles. Yeah, you can be so many different roles. Mm-hmm. Be a part of that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I also love that, like, so this is the first rap verse. And this is what I'm talking about, about bringing in that kind of somber feeling and maintaining it from the original song they sampled. Mm-hmm. Because the rap verses talk about heavier topics where, you know, they are talking about the struggles that they go through as being an artist even though, you know, the chorus is more hopeful. Mm -hmm. So moving into Yoongi's verse, he says, have I achieved my dream or lost my dream? Which is just so wild. He's talking about that back in 2014. And this is a theme that they still continue to wonder and question. Yoongi always. Always. Mm -hmm. He says, I still don't know have I put off my dream of success? A prison that is envy, jealousy, and competition oppresses and suffocates me frequently. These are themes that he still talks about. I mean, as recently as Shadow um, and D2, you know, he even goes on to say, my sigh grows bigger from the thirst for and the conflicts about music. So he is almost anticipating, you know, he's feeling ready for and maybe anxious about making more music. He's ready for it, but he's a little bit tired from it at the same time, the sigh. Yeah, yeah. but he he's talking about still feeling that envy and jealousy and he's feeling competitive, you mm-hmm. know, just that, that strive that he has to succeed and do more and more, which he talks a lot about in Shadow. And they have a lot to prove at this time still. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still proving themselves daily now in 2021, but back in 2014, mm-hmm. they had so much to prove. Yeah. And he's so that competition is coming out of him. Mm-hmm. J Hope's verse, guys, <laughs> this blew my mind. So in his verse, he says, I'm ill. When the sun goes up and at night, I write lyrics again. Ah. Oh my gosh. The fact that he says I'm ill Mm -hmm. and with their most recent album release with B, J-Hope's song that he mainly contributed to was Disease and he talks about I'm ill. Well, I, I think Namjoon says that in his verse, but like that being talked about in Disease and having this illness And he's referring to it as like staying up all night when the sun goes up and down. Like he's still writing lyrics. Like he's still working on songs. Working hard. Yeah. 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 Just the fact that he said, I'm ill back then. Right. And just said it six months ago. It's crazy to me. I was was blown away by this when reading the lyrics. So he goes on to say, I try ironing myself, smoothing out my wrinkled mind, 
rewinding, rewinding myself. No matter how stormy it gets, Bonton comforts me. As more attention is drawn, pressure and big worries accompany. Mm. And he talks about this a lot in disease too. You know, the the pressure that comes with more success, the pressure that comes with more exposure and attention that they're getting. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like all of them feel this today, especially where they're at now. That yeah. the the expectations of of so many people around the world, it's just it's suffocating. Yeah, it's just so much. Uh, pressure on them yeah but then also feeling like each one of them knows and can empathize with exactly what the others are going through Mm -hmm. and Bangtan together has each other for comfort and for support which is perfect to mention in their one year anniversary Anniversary. song yeah Mm -hmm. yeah something I really love about these anniversary festa songs is like they're either like a love story to each other or to army or just like a fucking diss track of how amazing they are. Yeah. 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 But it's always about where they are, like in their career. Mm-hmm. Where they're, and how very they're... reflective. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next song we have to talk about is called I Know, and this is by RM and Jungkook. This was released on June 1st of 2016. It was written by RM and produced by RM and P-Dog. But even though Jungkook isn't credited in the lyrics of this song, we really feel like the lyrics of this song remind us of how Jungkook feels about ARMY. And it seems like he went to Namjoon wanting to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as the production and the vibe of this song, it's really like a love song. It's like a soft rock or a soft pop blend of the two. Definitely has a slower tempo. Yeah, slower tempo, but there is this drum set that sneaks in that seems to pick up the vibe which makes it more of a pop sound. Mm. I was thinking it makes it more of a rock sound well, with the drum yeah, set. Drum set, yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. I mean it's, it's just both. A, it's it sounds, a blend of both. Yeah, it is a blend of both. Yeah. And then there's also this like ah like vocalization going on in the background and like some sonic kind of sounds feels like we're like launching into something or like really progressing into something it gives off this cosmic floating feeling it sounds very dreamy Mm -hmm. which makes sense with the topic of the song too Mm -hmm. and there is uh some auto-tune on their voices but i really think it's tasteful and it just fix it fits that sonic sound you know and that that cosmic sound that the song has definitely they in the lyrics of the song, they used the terms boy, girl, and love when saying that they love you um, in order to not limit their fans by only female, making the song applicable to all fans, which is another reason why I feel like Jungkook was like, I want to write this song or I want to have a song like this because Jungkook loves ARMY and is always thinking about ARMY. Yeah. 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 So in the chorus, they sing, know you love me, girl, so that I love you. Thank you so much for being by the side for three years. Uh, this has a nuance similar to for a long time of three years mm-hmm. is what Dual Set ended up saying. And then they say, I'll be by your side for I'll be by your side for you always. Don't worry about a thing, my love. Also, like in the song, they for the know you love me girl, like they replace the know you love me boy mm-hmm. and like you know, throughout the song as well. That's the line that they do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really love the for a long time of three years because it makes it seem like they've been through a lot on this journey to say that these three years had been a long time. Mm -hmm. But that they're always going to be by Army's side Mm -hmm. and to not worry about a thing, my love. It's very sweet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so sweet. And in Namjoon's verse, he says, 
I know that this red carpet laid out in front of me is the tears of blood of someone who loves me. So this is literally translated into tears of blood. And this just refers to tears that are shed out of extreme hardship, grief, and resentment. So in this line, they're acknowledging that the fame and popularity that they have are all thanks to the fans who had to endure challenges and receive hatred for being fans and for supporting them. Wow. So like the red carpet we walk on is full of your tears, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like literally made by you and always giving army like the the kudos like thank you for the support we would have nothing without you mm-hmm. yeah in the verse they also say your gaze remained fixed on me that day can't be replaced by anything in the world a peace shared between only you and me this really makes me think of concerts just the moments where we're staring at them when they're performing on stage and they're looking back at us and you get those moments where you feel like they're looking right at you. Yes, you, know? you feel and they so really connected. Are. You really feel connected. And so for us, it's so special to see that. And it's so sweet to see them say, you know, I remember that gaze, you know, being fixed on me that day. And I can't replace it with anything in this world. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so special, this, this peace shared between you and I. Yeah. And then they also say, sing for you, say I love you, tell you that I love you too. I'll sing with all my heart if you can hear my voice. This really makes me think of Jungkook. Like I really, I know that Jungkook is not, like you were saying, he's not one of the the writers of the the lyrics. But I see his influence and his passion for ARMY when he sings for us at concerts presented in this song. There's obviously a reason why he's on this song, you know, Mm -hmm. like why, why is it RM and Jungkook, you know? I could see RM knowing Jungkook's thoughts about ARMY because he shared that with him before Mm -hmm. and then took that inspiration and put into a song, put it into a song and then had Jungkook and wrote lyrics from it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he's done that many times for members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to say at the end of this song that there's no relationship like BTS and ARMY. No, there isn't. It's so true. It's very special. <laughs> so next is Four O'Clock, which is RM and V. That was released on June 9th, 2017. So for the writing and production, it was written and produced by RM and Taeyang. Taeyang actually went to Namjoon to work on this song together. Taeyang wrote this while he was waiting in the park for Jimin post-dumpling incident. <laughs> uh, and they decided when Jimin, Jimin had gone out drinking with Yoongi Blowing that off night. some steam. Yeah, blowing yeah. off some steam. And Jimin met Taeyang in the park at 4 a.m. But Taeyang was just sitting, waiting at the park in the moonlight, waiting for Jimin, thinking about him. Mm-hmm. And that's what they ended up, he ended up writing this song about. So for production and vibe, it's so Taeyang. I mean, this is back in 2017. It's just his style. We have that classical instrument, you know, being presented. We have the piano and a guitar mm-hmm. and his beautiful vocals. Yeah. And that's, it's really stripped down to that for the and majority that's all of the he song. Needs, you mm-hmm. know, it's full and it's so heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a little bit of symbols leading into like the pre-chorus and the chorus. And I think those just add the slightest amount of build as we're kind of like building the emotion and like the swell of the song. Yeah, it's a ballad. It has a lot of emotional build, this Mm -hmm. song. Yeah, definitely. And then like as the emotion is building from that, Namjoon's verse really uh, 
turns up the tempo and speeds it up and then like passionately wraps out his feelings. And I, you know, can just see like Young saying, this is how I feel. This is how I felt in that moment. And Namjoon just poured it into this rap. In a different form of passion. You know, it's just the the different dynamics between their two vocals here with Namjoon passionately rapping with this quicker pace, but Young also presenting that passion too with the song, mm-hmm. but he's, he's just more... Um, you know, it's heartfelt and yeah. full, like you were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like as we get into the chorus and the verses, it seems like Young, what he is singing is like very much what he would be saying to Jimin, you know, in this like post-dumpling incident 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. apology meetup. But then Namjoon's verse is very much like what Young was feeling as he was processing his own emotions yeah. all alone. Yeah. 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 In the chorus... They say, following into the deep night, the sound of your singing by one step by two steps brings the red morning. When the dawn passes and that moon falls asleep, the blue light that was with me disappears. I think of the blue light as like that feeling of sadness Mm -hmm. after this fight. But knowing that when the dawn passes, that that moon falls asleep, that that sadness goes away and that like kind of like a new day. A new day, a Mm -hmm. new day after this whole incident and this problem and like the the dawn of a new day is a really powerful imagery of like a new beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, like a reset. Mm -hmm. In the verse, he sings, one day to the moon, I wrote a long, long letter. Oh my gosh, I just picture Taeyang sitting on a bench trying to write a song, looking at the moon, thinking about Jimin, just waiting for him. It's just so sweet. Poet. Yeah. Um, Though it wasn't brighter than you. God, sorry. These lyrics, they just hit. They just hit, man. They're super sweet. I lit a small candle at a park in the half light of dawn, a nameless singing bird. Where are you? Oh, you. Why are you crying when it's only me and you here? Me and you. Mm. So, you know, just this symbolism of like him hearing a bird singing in the night mm-hmm. and it sounds like he's crying and it's just making him think of Jimin. Of Jimin. Mm-hmm. And also like lighting a candle and saying that like the illumination coming from this candle is nowhere near as bright as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moon isn't even as bright the as you. The moon isn't even. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Sweet. I know. So sweet. I mean, like Taeyang and Jimin just have such a special bond. They've been friends forever. Like we really feel like they're two of the closest members in Bangtan with their relationship. They really understand each other. Mm-hmm. They and went to high school together. They went to high school yeah. together. I mean, and going through big fights like this and getting past them, like only builds your relationship. It makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. And so all of Taeyang's sentimentality about Jimin just he poured them into these it just lyrics. shows how hurt he was mm-hmm. by this this fight that they now joke about yeah but they really now they've made friends and so they have two awesome songs that have come <laughs> of this this fight yeah yeah in Namjoon's verse some of the things he says is the sun suffocates me and the world strips me naked with no other alternative I have no choice but to collect myself scattered under the moonlight I call you moon child. We are children of the moon, breathing the cold air of dawn. So there's like, I feel like he just puts so much into this. Mm-hmm. Um, but just thinking about like the the stresses of the world and, you know, even just like the daytime and the fight that happened earlier in the day, that sun, you know, was suffocating to you during the daytime and it could not be resolved 
Um, and then like being stripped naked is like being stripped down. Like when you're in a fight, you have no other alternative than to be real and strip away all of the pretense or anything else if you ever want to get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, And he really, with no other alternative, he had to sit there in the moonlight and work through, you know, how he was feeling about this fight and wanting to make up with Jimin. Uh, I call you Moonchild now saying we are children of the moon um, to be able to uh, connect with that kind of like sad vibe of you know, and the struggle vibe and also kind of like the night owl vibe um, for Young there. And then also I just think it's Namjoon saying Moonchild. Like here he is using the phrase back then before he put out Moonchild in mono. Yeah, I wonder if he wrote and mentioned Moonchild in this song and then was inspired to be like, wow, Moonchild, I love that. Yeah. And then decided to put make a song called Moonchild for his mixtape. He was honestly probably working on them around the same time since we mm-hmm. know that he worked on Moonchild in 2017 when this song came out and That's then true. like he released it in 2018. So yeah, yeah. Um, just probably themes that were on his mind, but I just love, you know, when their music goes together that way. Me too. Mm. All right. So let's get into one of BTS's best songs. I Ever. think all of ARMY hands down can say that this is one of the best BTS rap songs of yes. all time. And it's such a shame that it's not on Spotify. Mm. It's not on Apple Music. You just have to go to SoundCloud to listen to it. Big hit. Let us buy this song. Let us buy it because we will we will chart it for sure. <laughs> okay, what song is it? It's Dang. Yes. <laughs> so Dang is it was released on June eleventh, twenty eighteen. And this is a rap line song with yeah. RM, Sugar, and J Hope. It was written and produced by Suga and Jay Pearl. And the lyrics, uh, all of the rappers are on it. Suga, RM, J-Hope, and Jay Pearl. Mm-hmm. For production and vibe, this song has traditional Korean instrumental with a trap beat over top. It's cocky. It's arrogant. Mm-hmm. It's this ultimate hype song for the rap line because this is the ultimate diss track. Yes. Their best diss track. Their best diss track. And the reason why this song could not be on like an album, like I feel like Big Hit would be like, "Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit much. Yeah. But for (laughs) Festa, sure. Yeah. Uh, So this is just ultimate diss track. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it stands the test of time and why all ARMY loves it because BTS have never and maybe will never make another song to this level of diss track. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of notes from Dulcet about these lyrics and the symbolism of the song and the meaning of dang and also some of the other lyrics. So just have some background info for you guys. Um, so this track was revealed under the name DD Ceremony during Festa. DD is typed with these two characters on the Korean keyboard that um, are kind of a shorthand version of saying yes or okay. And when you use these two characters instead of the original one, it's more like just using the letter K in English and just being really short and kind of unimpressed or unbothered and like dismissive right um so it really fits the sound and the vibe of the song dang whether or not that's intended 
Um, so there's also six different meanings to the onomatopoeia dang um, that are relevant to the context of this song. So we may reference these by number. We may not. But I just wanted to tell you about the six different meanings that BTS use. It's insane use. wordplay. It's like, insane. The wordplay is ridiculous. Yeah. Six different meanings. And a lot of, I mean, Yoongi largely wrote, uh, like he wrote the lyric, I mean, Yungi wrote the chorus and his verse, like the other rappers wrote their verses, but this main verse or the chorus has so much of that like double meaning. Mm -hmm. So the first use of dang just means wrong. The second one is the onomatopoeia, which is the sound of a ringing bell, like a clang. Um, the third meaning of dang means done or finished, like it's over. The fourth one is... Um, the like the release word that you give in a children's game and like freeze tag so um when you say this word it unfreezes them or it will freeze them um and you can't move until someone says dang the fifth meaning of the word dang comes from the game sota so i'm just going to talk about that here for a minute so this song especially in the chorus where it says 181338 dang in that first line um this is a Korean card game called Sota. And in this game, the top three combinations you have to have in order to win are a one and an eight paired together, a one and a three, or the completely unbeatable three eight. So the fifth meaning of this word dang comes after this phrase. And it's really just saying we have all of the, the highest hands the dealt in the hand. game. Yeah, yeah, we have the winning unbeatable. hand. Right. The sixth and last meaning of dang in this song is the exaggerated form um, which is used to describe a swollen eyes, face, or body. Yeah. So, so much wordplay. So much wordplay. But it really just adds to what Dang is. Like, mm -hmm. it's this ultimate diss track, but they're using Dang, and they really use all six different meanings in all of their verses and throughout. in the chorus throughout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I already referenced in the chorus, like, the fifth use is used immediately. And then, like, the second line in the chorus, you wrong me right, look carefully Dang. That's the first one of you're wrong. Mm -hmm. um, ringing the bell. Second usage is used in the third line of the chorus where it says, ring the school bell. Bruh, bruh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, hey, this life of yours has no hope. You're dang. That's the third use of dang saying you're, you're done. done. You're finished. Yeah. So much fucking wordplay in it's just insane. the first chorus. Yeah, just that chorus. Min Yoongi genius. Min Yoongi genius. <laughs> one of the, the like main producer for this song. Yeah. So for J-Hope in his verse, he says hip hop dang and his dang that he's saying here means wrong so hip-hop wrong rap style wrong just a rapper wrong bonton wrong like dang mm -hmm. dang and really this these four lines above sum up a lot of the criticism or hatred that bts have been receiving as quote on hip-hop idols so yeah. that dang of saying wrong is like what the haters are saying like oh you're hip-hop that's no right you know rap style nah you're not a you're not a rapper and so this is them really addressing it and BTS saying, like, we are these things. Yeah. You know? Despite being idols, we are these things. So J-Hope goes on to say, but in reality, like, we are. Bonton is bang. Yeah. Worldwide bang. bang. And I like the bang because, like, Bonton's what you done, you know? Like, mm -hmm. Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Love it. On top of the chart, bang, bang, dang. 
and dang being like the onomatopoeia of of a bell ringing. So bang, bang, dang. And he uses that after the bang, bang, which is already an onomatopoeia itself in English. Mm -hmm. And J-Hope is really well known for using those kind of ad-libs in his rap. I mean, his whole verse is all those Mm ad-libs because then he says, got money, woo, Woo. AP, woo. (laughs) Yeah, and... Yeah, it, nice house, someone's dream life. Woo, how about you? Uh, flexing. I, he's just flexing like crazy. Uh, and then he says, How about you? Uh, I like you. Uh, the success uh, is thanks to you. Right. Funny, right? Uh, <laughs> it's incredible. Like, I really cannot praise this song enough with the lyrics and the cleverness and the mm-hmm. wordplay. And really, for J Hope's verse, I have to say that you hear his rap style and his unique rap style of using these uhs and woos mm-hmm. and, and the dang, it, it just fits perfectly for him. Yeah. And all while he is, he's debunking all of the hate and yes. addressing all of the hate and Completely. saying, you're wrong. We're on top. We're beating the charts. We're on top of our game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a perfect verse to start the song because it's so hype. It's so fucking hype and so catchy. His energy is just phenomenal mm-hmm. that he carries into this mm-hmm. after j-hope's verse we get into yungi's verse mm-hmm. for the start of yungi's verse he says dang as in wrong is how he uses it hmm from my perspective you guys are dang wrong. you guys are wrong yep. we all are dang and this reference is like we all are wrong like all bts members are giving dang to you guys like we all think that you are wrong like mm-hmm. all of bonton thinks, thinks that these haters are wrong exactly yeah he even goes on to say like thought you would be super annoyed bay he starts using bay you know in some lines here and i just love this use um bay and dang bay bay and dang um all your right all, all your claims are right we're failing yeah that's right billboard is all thanks to you bay there's no one above us because we're failing yeah thanks thanks to you and they're thanking him and he's thanking them and he's saying yeah thanks to you we have a stadium we have a dome we have billboard we We've earned so many things thanks to you. So basically, these haters are just fueling them. And really, the reality is the haters are fueling ARMY. And mm-hmm. ARMY is just going to say, absolutely not. You have no credibility to say this. On what grounds can you stand on? And we just continue to hardcore support yeah. BTS, getting them to do stadio concerts, dome concerts, billboard, Two everything. Weeks, number one on billboard. Two fucking weeks. Yes, yes, butter. butter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm I was just holding it in as you were talking I'm like <laughs> butter 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 it's like two weeks now but on number one right. yeah and it's all things to army and yeah. bts for making a killer song but mm. yeah yeah <laughs> i love the shout out to billboard me too like, twice yeah in verse <laughs> he he's so like snarky too you know obviously he's being sarcastic he's being a little shit you know like really mm. really trying to egg these haters on he's saying we'll fail again as you wish so hope you keep worrying about us the end mic drop you know drop. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's great. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, the the lyrics for all of their verses are so good. Yeah. I also just want to mention in Yoongi's verse where he does the mmm. Mm. I love that mmm. And then he has a moment where he pauses. Yes. And it's almost like he's showing that he doesn't need to be spitting really fast or rapping really quickly or anything like that. Like he can take these moments to pause 
and not have to like really flaunt or like overdo it. Like yeah. he can, he's so cool and relaxed because he's just a high roller. Oh yeah, it was yeah. such a, I mean, such a cool and relaxed delivery style. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for Nam June's verse, he says, the sound when the cashier is checking me out, dang. I like it when I was young, ice, dang. And that's that referring to the freeze tag the freeze tag Mm -hmm. like freezing ice Mm -hmm. oh clever clever Mm. and then he uh goes on to say i'm ding dong you're dang and this is like a quiz show like setting so ding dong refers to the xylophone sound when the answer is correct and then dang is the sound when the answer is wrong. So he's basically saying, I'm correct and you're wrong. So this use of dang has both meanings, wrong and the bell sound. Yeah. Fucking genius. Yeah. 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 I'm ding dong, you're dang. Damn. Mm-hmm. Your cards are mediocre, I'm dang. And that's using dang in the terms of that. The card can, That can't be beat. Mm-hmm. Sleeping after eating ramen, the face get the face gets puffy, dang. And that's that six meaning we're talking about where you like the swollen. Swollen. Mm-hmm. Wow. After eating all that salt from ramen. Right. The face is puffy. He says, dregs, do your thing. Look at me. I'm your everything. You're dope. You're cool. I'm at a loss for words. So he's the, you know, all of the rappers are calling out the haters. So he, here he is calling them out saying, you know, do what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh so he uses a slang, a slang term that is describing a situation where one finds something so ridiculous that he or she is lost for words. So also the above three lines end with the rhyme dang. So we have like thang, everything, and old tang, which is like the word that he's using to say, or the the ending of the word that he's using to say that it's he's just at a loss for words because it's so ridiculous. So he's having like this insane rhyme scheme um, as well as this play on words and then he starts doing this intentional stutter rapping oh it kills me every time i hear it it's so good he he gets really chill he says even if i stutter because i'm so dumbfounded please excuse me i'm a rather poor poor talk talker but so still, I try to talk right, right, rightly, but my mouth keep keeps getting cro- cro- crooked because I like li- like it so, so much. Um, and obviously, I'm not a rapper. OK, that was difficult for me. But he's doing this and he's like executing it perfectly. Like, you know, it's like I don't even have to speak wrap that well to like wrap circles around you basically Mm -hmm. it's this massive flex and at the same time it's like an insane skill to like throw a random stutter into your rap and he also does it like perfectly on beat like it sounds insane Mm -hmm. in the whisper rapping that he does going back to what Yoongi was doing where he paused and didn't need to really flex and show that he can just rap really fast like he didn't feel the need to do that getting Namjoon here where he's doing more of a softer ramp where Mm -hmm. he it's almost like he's whispering like he doesn't need to raise his voice no he doesn't have to be loud while he's rapping Mm. to to make a statement and here he is intentionally stuttering in this in his verse and i like the last this last line where he says rappers who don't even have haters just shut up like (laughs) you can you can hate on me but you you're a rapper and you don't even have haters so like you're not even well known enough for Mm -hmm. people to dislike you yeah like that's how little you're known yeah (laughs) yep um so we could really dedicate an entire episode to dang yeah yeah anyways i love dang 
Incredible all-time iconic song. One of my favorite memories of us together <laughs> was when this song came out back in, what was this, 2018? 2018. Yeah, we were at your old apartment and we were just vibing to it and we were we were drinking, having fun, hanging out. And Jordan came into the room and we're like, Jordan, let's he all... He caught us vibing, he first of all. He caught us vibing, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, Jordan, let's all finish our drinks and, and just dance and rap along to dang. Yeah. So by the end of the song, we had to finish our drinks. Yeah. <laughs> we all had like full drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and so we, we, were, were, we were just dancing like around your coffee table, uh-huh. like just <laughs> like Young does in the, in the Bantam Bomb for right. your performance of dang. Oh. That was so fun. It was fun. I'd do it again anytime. It, it's a cherished memory for, for sure. Me. Okay, so the next song is Jen's Tonight. He released this on June 5th, 2019. So it was produced by Slow Rabbit and it was written by Slow Rabbit, Jen, RM, and Hiss Noise. For production and vibe, it is a ballad to his pet. So sweet. So sweet. He has this beautiful high vocal range in the song. It's a slower tempo, but it's this soft pop song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is really similar to to a ballad as well. It's yeah. very Jen style. Yeah. It makes sense that Slow Rabbit was the one to produce this song with him. Uh, I love specifically the ending of this song because it ends with just this, so- this soft guitar doing a light strum mm-hmm. and all you hear is Jen's vocals over this this light strum of a guitar and there's this filter on his vocal yeah. where it sounds like he's singing to you through a phone or through a speaker of some sort so it's not quite clear yeah it's a nice little fade out mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, it's as beautiful. far as it's so beautiful as far as like songs that this makes me think of as far as festa goes it reminds me of so for more just with the sweetness like this song is so sweet and loving and that song was too so these two songs kind of uh remini- these two songs kind of remind me of each other in the way that they're produced yeah but this song is a little heartbreaking it is a little heartbreaking mm-hmm. lyrically i think yeah um in the lyrics or like when releasing the lyrics jen actually released a note for this song so he said, hello, it is Jen. This is a song that I wrote while thinking about my pets. Though this is my first self-written song, I hope you'll like it. I work hard. I'll work hard again next time and give you a good song. Thank you, Army. Yeah. So this, let's talk about the this lyrics. This is specifically for his little sugar gliders yeah. that he had. Forgot their names. Uh, he had two little sugar gliders yeah. and they unfortunately passed away. And he loved those sugar gliders. Yeah, he would post pictures of them all the time mm. and he really cared for them. Like mm-hmm. he loved them so much. Yeah. So in the lyrics, he says, when tonight passes, I'm scared that I might not be able to see you. The eyes that are ever so pure and clear, the touch that I have become so used to, the face that used to look at me and smile. Now will I no longer be able to see you again. The line of the eyes that are ever so pure and clear just really makes me think of anyone who has a pet, like your cat or your dog Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like their eyes are so pure Mm -hmm. in the way that they look at you. And here he is thinking about how he might not ever be able to see them again. The innocence in your mm-hmm. pet's eyes, you know, and you just love them so much. And they just love you so much. Just, yeah, unconditionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that line, will I no longer be able to see you again, is so sad just knowing that Sugar Gliders passed away. 
And he says, in every day of mine, you are there. In every day of yours, I am there. Like, mm, it's so true. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, my dog is my whole world. She's my baby. And yeah. obviously for your dog or your pet cat or wh- whatever your pet is, like, you are everything to them. You know? You are everything to them. Like, yeah. they rely on you, you yeah. know, to care for them. Mm-hmm. And you, you love caring for them and providing for them. And all they do is just they give you so much joy and love yeah Mm -hmm. he ends it i think not with a very happy or sad on either side of the spectrum tone but more of kind of like a place of acceptance and even just looking back in his memories in a fond manner for his pets he says when i close my eyes it feels like our times together will be brought to my mind when i close my mind when I close my eyes again, it feels like only the happy memories will come to my mind. So, you know, even though you, everyone has to deal with the loss of a pet at some time and it's really, really difficult, um, you know, you can think of those happy memories and like the wonderful life that they had with you and all of the time that you got to enjoy with them. And that's really what I feel like he's conveying here at the end. Mm-hmm. He'll always have those memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. It's a lovely song. It really is. I think it is so sweet that he wrote it for his pets. Yeah. And then shared it with us because we know that Jin struggles to kind of share like more sad feelings with us. He feels like he should always put like his best self forward, which to him is like his really fun, energetic, goofy self off the cuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he does show these tougher emotions, I really do appreciate it because, you know, I want him to be able to work through what he's going through with his music. Yeah. 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 Loved it. Yeah. Okay. So for our last song, it is Bicycle Ah! by RM, which was released on June 7th of 2021. So this was just like two days ago that this song was released or Mm -hmm. yesterday. Gosh, it was so recent. Yeah. So this song was written and produced by RM and John Un. So from Dual Set, just some background information. John Un is a Korean singer-songwriter. Shortly after the release of Bicycle, John Un posted on his Instagram saying, quote, The feeling of making music is always exciting, but the feeling of making music with someone who makes you feel that you are profoundly connected is something that is hard to come by. I feel extremely lucky and blessed to make music with this friend that I resonate both musically and personally. Thank you, RM, for your friendship and for always keeping me motivated to be a better musician and human. I couldn't have asked for a better mate. Wow. Wow. When he said profoundly connected, that someone who makes him feel that he is profoundly connected. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's never, deep. Yeah, that's super deep. So yeah. I feel that writing and working on this song together was like life-changing for him almost and that he's just eternally grateful for this friendship that he developed with RM specifically getting to work and write on this song with Mm -hmm. him they wrote on a couple or they've worked on a couple songs together throughout RM's career you know here and there and so I think they already had a friendship but just to hear that they have this like profound connection and that how much he values his friendship and him as a person saying thank you for keeping me motivated to be a better musician slash human like Mm -hmm. is a real testament to not just who Namjoon is as a person but 
how he carries himself, how he presents himself to others and like the values that he speaks with others about, yeah. um, you know, really makes me happy to support somebody like this. Mm-hmm. So RM released a letter um, with this song Bicycle. So I'm just going to read his letter. He says, always I've wanted to write a song about bicycle as it's already been almost three years since I put out mono. And as myself was getting tired preparing the next series that has no hard plan, I decided to use Festa as a great excuse to make and share a bicycle song. After many twists and turns, I laid out melodies and lyrics on the guitar played by John Oon while wandering from place to place on a bicycle in February and March. The lyrics were actually written while I was riding a bicycle. I can't even remember how many times I crooned the song to myself. For the cover artwork, I made the request in person to artist Moon Sunsick, who I've admired. I think the artwork came out great in his own drawing style. The artwork is this really beautiful bicycle Mm -hmm. illustration. Uh, I send my thank you to John Yoon and artist Moon Sunsick for getting on board with this childish decision. Riding a bicycle has always made my heart flutter, but when placing my two feet on the pedals, I always feel somewhat sad. Perhaps it's because there are many things I long for, but the reason is not even clear to me. Maybe it's because I haven't driven a car since I don't have a driver's license. Anyway, when riding a bicycle, it's one of the rare times when I feel the freest freest physically. I wanted to portray the vague, impalpable scenery that I always have thought of when riding a bicycle since the trainee days. Feelings that are sad but exciting, a little co- a little cold but warm. I hope this song stays on your playlist for a long time and becomes your bicycle song. I would be the happiest if you listen to this song and accept it as a small gift from me. The days are getting better and better. When sad, let's ride a bicycle. I too will do so always. Nam June. Wow. wow. Yeah. I love that he gave his personal background on mm-hmm. how he's always wanted to write a song about a bicycle because of what it means to him and mm-hmm. him describing how he feels free when he's riding it. Um, you know, so like, even though it, he says it seems somewhat childish, the song I think is so pure and that it has in the lyrics, it really talks about that freedom that you yeah. feel that like, even when you're going through hard times or when you're feeling sad, like getting on a bike and, and riding off can really help you process that yeah. and give you somewhat of a cathartic feeling to help release a lot of that that emotion I to think just so too. you know speed off yeah <laughs> and i mean obviously like riding a bicycle is a coping strategy for him that he's mm-hmm. done since his trainee days so i really appreciated not only that he released a letter with it like jen had released a letter but also that it was really thoughtful and to get his insight and his personal meaning behind it i thought yeah, was like why he really wanted to write a song yeah. called bicycle so yeah. he can express himself and how he how much it means to him to go out and for a bike ride and give armies a a strategy too yeah 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 so for the production and vibe of this song this song has this strumming guitar has a jazzy piano and it's fairly upbeat the tempo is is pretty upbeat but it has this coffee shop feel too uh, because it is it has that jazzier soothing instrumental and then Nam June's vocals too. He's not rapping, he's singing in this song. So his vocals are 
a little bit more airy. You know, there's a, so there's a lot of more breath support behind his vocals when you hear him singing. But it's an easy listen. When I was listening to it, I was just swaying side to side. Mm-hmm. It really is the perfect tune to go for a bike ride. Yeah, I think that I could definitely like loop this song easily and comfortably enjoy listening to it over and over again. Mm-hmm. It does get into a little bit more rap style into the second verse, but still not much. You yeah. know, it's not really, really intense rapping. Yeah, yeah. In the chorus for the lyrics, he says, when sad, let's ride a bicycle. Let's have the wind blow beneath our two feet. Oh, let's ride a bicycle with our two arms spread out freely. Mm. I love this for the chorus. I, when I was going through my unemployment phase, <laughs> like I was unemployed for a couple months and it was really rough. Mm-hmm. It, it really was crappy. Quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Quarantine and for COVID 2020. And, yeah, yeah. Unemployment. It was crappy. And I rarely go for bike rides, but I ended up going for a bike ride with Corey and his parents and at Dogwood Canyon in Branson. Mm-hmm. And it was super freeing. And I got just this weird high from it and just riding through it, it feeling the wind in your hair. It does feel freeing. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like everything was going to be okay Yeah, when I went for that ride. And so him here saying, when sad, let's ride a bicycle, that this yeah. can help you through it. Let's feel the wind beneath our feet. And you had that moment. I had that moment. Like, yeah. I relate to this. I yeah. feel like people can relate to this feeling. Yeah. Even me, just this past weekend, we went to Chicago and we used public transit the whole time and we, like, rented little bikes to ride around town. And it was super freeing just to, like, feel the wind through our hair and just, like, you know, rush through the city on a bike was really, you know, invigorating. Mm-hmm. Um, Namjoon, you know, as he wrote this song, riding his bike probably next to the Han River and through town and, you know, in... February and and March, he said, I don't see no open cars, no open bars. It's not too bad. Completely alone on this road. Hearts of people that are floating like islands. And so this makes me think of like just being out, but COVID still being a thing, Um, you know, like people being an own island, like isolated, uh, keeping your distance from people or people just kind of bobbing along. And especially as he's passing them on the bike, they're just kind of like these little blurs as in his vision. Yeah. Or people's hearts floating like islands. Like I feel like trying to to stay above the water, trying not to drown, like barely hanging on. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Dual Mm -hmm. meaning there. Yeah. 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 In the second verse, he says, sometimes just let it roll on its own like bicycle wheels. Oh, wow. I like, well, first off, just the let it roll makes me think of butter. Let it roll. But let it roll on its own like a bicycle wheel makes me think just let it be. Yeah. Similar concept of that. Like just let it roll, let it, things are going to go the way they can and you can't always change it. So just let it go on its own Mm -hmm. and let it be. Yeah. He goes on to say right after that, things that are truly precious are not to be seen with eyes. So this circles back to the first two lines of the, of the song saying, getting it to roll with my two feet. I face you who I can't see. So this little moment feels like a miracle, this vague, impalpable scenery in RM's mind and the feelings that are sad yet exciting. Um, They're not meant to be seen with the eyes, but meant to be felt with the heart. Those are the most precious things you feel with the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
this, he continues to say, I lift my feet off the ground. I spread my arms like that bird. Um, and there's a literal translation that basically says like the form and posture that resembles a bird. And, you know, this, I mean, I just think set me free. I think of, you know, like just flying away yeah. and, he kind of references back to his first verse. He says, I decide to stay afloat like an island. So that's like what you said with like an island trying to stay above water. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this island metaphor combined with the fact that he likes to bike along the Han River reminds, of a, reminds us of reflection. Yeah. And in reflection, when he raps, when I hate myself so much, I come to Tuxum in bicycle, he says, when sad, let's ride a bicycle. So he's sharing what he does to get through these hard emotions that he's feeling. Um, I also love that in this verse, he says, yeah, it's okay to cry, uh, always reminding us that it's okay to let those emotions out and then saying it's only natural to feel sad when happy. And to me, that's not saying you're not able to feel true happiness. You're feeling sadness at the same time, but it's more of the idea of there can't be true happiness without also sadness. And there's no sadness without happiness. They exist together. There's never going to be one without the other. Um, So I really feel like in bicycle, he is appreciating uh, the opportunity to have freedom, to find happiness and to get away from the sadness a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. It's upbeat too. It's, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. it. I love it. It's fun. I have listened to it when I was going on a walk, and I really enjoy listening to it. So I need to go on a bike ride and listen yeah. to it. Absolutely have to. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Oh, I just want to say thank you, Namjoon, for putting this song out. I mm-hmm. loved it so much. I know Army was pouring their thoughts out about it over Twitter yeah. um, and on Instagram. And uh, just every time that we get a song for Festa, it is just truly special. It is. Yeah. It's a blessing always. Yeah. So we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode about what's going on with Festa so far in 2021, as well as the past and present Festa songs that BTS have so graciously given to us. Some of their best songs of all time have been released for Festa. Yeah. We do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics, Eileen Ruchal, Michelle Park, Deja, Meg DeRuggio, Rachel, Robin, and Allie. We love you guys. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you. We really love to hear from you. We would love to hear what you think about this episode. If you want to hear any other topics, we would love to hear your feedback. You can write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, tweet at us or DM us, whatever. We're cool with it. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 